Um, there was actually a study that came out in 2019. I, I reference it often. Um, it was a systematic literature review that showed up to 65% of retired athletes struggle with maladaptive eating behaviors. That could be anything from restricting, binging, purging, using exercise to overcompensate for food. And so this is not just an isolated issue, but it's isolated in our conversations. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to bring more light to this and hopefully allow people to realize that they're not alone. And it also doesn't have to stay this way. I, I think as athletes, we're used to needing to suffer almost in a way. Um, you don't have to continue to suffer to reach whatever your goal is. There is a way that you can utilize nutrition to support your health emotionally, physically, and mentally, and it still be enjoyable. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Athletes Unite Conference podcast, and I'm one half of the podcast. My name is Jonathan Jones, and uh, I just want to tell you, if you have not yet uh, signed up for the conference, if you haven't got your tickets for the conference, then you're missing out, okay? You're missing out. So be sure to go to uh, Shakeout LLC on Instagram and click the link in the bio. There you can sign up and get your tickets because we're down to like our last few. So make sure you get your ticket now for general admission or for uh, student admission, but we're talking about all things, mental health, entrepreneurship, business, and some people are gonna be getting live resume, resume reviews on site on top of so many other things. Uh, but so go ahead, either go to the link down in the show notes or go to Shakeout LLC on Instagram and follow them so you can get your ticket, okay? Okay, got that out of the way. Now I'm, I'm excited today to bring uh, to, to bring forward our guest because I'm just excited to learn learn a little bit more about her. Learn a little bit more about her. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist. Okay, she's an OSU synchronized swimming alum, which is pretty cool. You don't meet one of those every day, so okay. Open the open the horizon. You know, expand just you know the perspective. And she also has her master's in sports nutrition. Without further ado, I want to go ahead and welcome. Katie Spada to the show. Katie, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, Jonathan, thank you so much for having me today. I'm doing really, really well. I'm super excited for the conference and I'm really excited for this conversation too. Excellent. Likewise, likewise. So, so Katie, tell us, tell us who, who, who is Kate, who is Katie Spada? Oh my goodness. That is a loaded question. I'll give you the abbreviated version. Um, Katie Spada is like you mentioned, a registered dietitian. I am so passionate about helping the athlete and former athlete community because of my own struggles with food and body image. So I would say I'm a fierce advocate for um, body confidence, body positivity, nourishing your bodies with foods, enjoying food, um, and also moving your body in a way that's respectful. So I, how do I sum that up? Um, I'm an endorphin junkie. I love taco salads. I enjoy eating ice cream on the weekends or anytime. Um, and like I said, I'm really passionate about this community. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think you, I think you had a great synopsis on it before, but then you've given us like the fun side after. So I, I really, I really appreciate it. I, I love taco salads too. And I love ice cream too much. Okay. It doesn't last long around me at all. Uh, Katie, talk, talk to me about What's the difference between a dietitian 
nutritionist and just like a dietitian? Such a good question. So all dietitians are nutritionists. Not all nutritionists are dietitians. So in order to have the title dietitian, you have to go through extensive credentialing and pass national boards in order to hold that license. Um, a nutritionist does not have the same requirements. There's actually no legal um, legal hold around the title nutritionist. So Jonathan, you could call yourself a nutritionist without there being any legal implication, but you cannot call yourself a dietitian without meeting those criteria and sitting for that uh, licensing board. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that breakdown. I'm learning something already. Okay. <laughs> good. This is good. So what, what's one myth out there that there is about nutritionists? Like when, when, when people see the term nutritionist, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to guess people are like, Oh, you know, you're going to make me eat bird food or whatever. You know, that that's, and of course I gave you a really ignorant example that was on purpose, but, but, but <laughs> help, help, help me, help me and help the people who are out there listening, Katie. Yeah. I think there, there are so many kind of myths or misperceptions, misperceptions about dietitians and nutritionists, one that we're judging your food choices. I, unless you are my client, I, I'm not really interested in what it is that you're eating unless it looks good and I want to eat it too. Um, we're not the food police. And so there's not going to be any sort of shame or, you know, judgment for your food choices. We do want to educate. We want to educate so that you can feel empowered and confident around food. Um, and not all dietitians or even nutritionists focus on weight loss. I think that's a big thing too. There's so much that we can do with food separate from weight loss to benefit your health emotionally and physically. Um, and so I think that's a big piece that often isn't shown in, in media or just in general. I love it. I love it. So as you were just, just sharing earlier, like when, when, uh, when I, I gave your introduction and then you said that you decided that you wanted to be on this journey, um, like based on, you know, based on your story and based on just the position you were in, like when, when did that, like, when did that switch happen for you? Can you, can you, if you don't mind, can you take us back to like, you know, where was that point to where, you know, you were, you were having like this challenge and you're like, you know what, I can overcome this thing and I can help others. Yeah. So um, I had the opportunity to be on a couple of national teams um, during my teenage years before I went into the collegiate realm. Um, but on, on the national team, there was this insane pressure to need to look a certain way. And I did not meet that ideal. So if there's anybody listening who's in an aesthetic sport or just any athlete who has felt the pressure to look a certain way to live up to the athlete title, um, it kind of drove me to doing some you know, unhealthy behaviors around food to try and reach this appearance. Um, and so it was on the national team that I, I started thinking, there's got to be a better way, right? And so I wanted to study nutrition in order to learn the way to actually make my body smaller. Um, what I ended up doing as I walked through my education, became a dietitian and started practicing was I learned how to make my body healthier. And that really became my biggest focus was instead of keeping the, keeping the intention on shrinking myself or making myself smaller, how can I make myself the healthiest version of me through food, through exercise, all of that. Um, and so it was, through my own kind of mishaps that led me to this place. And I really wanted to help so many others because I know there's this constant pressure, especially when we retire to not let yourself go, not gain weight. And that can result in some very unhealthy behaviors that can have 
lifelong ramifications and negative consequences. And so my goal is to prevent those, to help people eat in a way that is enjoyable and nourishing. Um, and that's kind of my story that got me here. Yeah. I mean, I completely, I completely respect that um, because, you know, when we're in the thick of it, right, a college athlete or, you know, maybe even a club sport athlete, because some of these institutions, it, it's really interesting what it goes on in intramurals. Okay. And I was one of those <laughs> over competitive intramural players too. So I've been on both sides, but uh, after, like, like you said, after the time is done, we're done playing our sport. There, there does come the point in time to where we're trying to be who we were before. It's like, yep. oh no, I, oh, I need to I need to work out. I need to get back in the gym. I need, and it's like, but your body, your body was used to that routine, and now you no longer have this routine. So, yep. you know, we have to just keep that understanding and make sure that that we don't lose sight of that. So, th thank you for really uh, sharing, you know, sharing sharing your story and re really really bringing that bringing that to the forefront. Because, I mean, I think it's necessary. I don't think food is talked about enough, and I don't think yeah. there's enough people you know, sharing, because we don't hear these stories too, too often, Katie. I totally agree. I think that something that I've found very common in my work with clients is they don't realize that they're not the only ones struggling with it. Um, there was actually a study that came out in 2019. I, I reference it often. Um, it was a systematic literature review that showed up to 65% of retired athletes struggle with maladaptive eating behaviors. That could be anything from restricting, binging, purging, using exercise to overcompensate for food. And so this is not just an isolated issue, but it's isolated in our patients. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to bring more light to this and hopefully allow people to realize that they're not alone. And it also doesn't have to stay this way. I, I think as athletes, we're used to needing to suffer almost in a way, um, you don't have to continue to suffer to reach whatever your goal is. There is a way that you can utilize nutrition to support your health emotionally, physically, and mentally, and it still be enjoyable. I love it. I love it. So, 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 so we can have our ice cream and we can eat it too. Exactly. Like <laughs> yes. <laughs> for like a better phrase. Okay. 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 Dad joke, dad joke. <laughs> so why, why, why do you think why do you think it's important, Katie, for athletes to come together and for athletes to unite? Oh, my goodness. Well, we are such a powerful group. And I think if there's anything that we learn in our sports, it's that we can accomplish so much more together than we can apart. Whether you were on an, whether you did play an individual sport or you played a team sport, you had a team. You had people supporting you, encouraging you, guiding you. And when we come together, I do believe that our experiences as athletes, our expertise, our, um, you know, just different perspectives, it allows us to be more um, successful in whatever venture it is that we are, we are walking through. So whether it's bringing mental health to light, whether it's talking about physical health, whether it's, you know, improving the careers of athletes and helping them with the trajectory of their careers, there's so much more that we can do together than if we were just apart. I agree 112%. I agree 112%. So now as we, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer and closer to the conference date and we're getting ready to go down to Atlanta. What What's the part that you're like that you're most excited about? Like you're selfishly most excited about um, when it comes to uh, the Athletes Unite Conference. It's okay. You know, it's okay. But what, 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 what's, what's the part? What's the part for you? Oh my goodness. I think the part that I'm most excited about is just the mingling and getting to network and connect and meet with people face to face. I think there has been such a long period of time where we, we have been 
apart or we've had to meet only virtually. Um, and so just to be there present talking with people is something I'm really excited for. Yes, I'm very excited for my um, my talk that I'm going to be doing with Kara Wilson, who's a fellow registered dietitian nutritionist. She's awesome. We've got something really exciting planned for you guys. Um, but I'm really just excited to meet you. So if you see me just walking around the conference on a Friday or, you know, Saturday before my presentation, feel free to come up and say, hi, let's have a conversation. I'm really excited about the connection piece. Excellent. 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 Well, now please, uh, Katie, let, let everybody know where they can find you, how they can follow you and how they can connect with you leading up to the conference. Cause of course at the conference, they should be connecting with you in person, but where can they find you, follow you and connect with you? Please share that uh, information at this time. Yes, I hang out most often on Instagram. So you can find me at fueling.former.athletes, the same handle on TikTok. I'm just not as active on TikTok. Um, you can also check out my website, spotastrongnutrition.com. Um, but feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Let's chat. Let's have a conversation before we meet in, in Atlanta. Um, and then once we're there, let's, let's meet in person. Katie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time, you know, to, 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 to stop by the show. Thank you for taking the time to, you know, be willing to share your, your story, willing to share um, your passion. And also thank you for letting other, other athletes, other individuals, other adults out there know that they're not the only one, right? Because I know that when we struggle with whatever the challenge is in life, a lot of times we normalize the fact like I'm the only one, but thank you for, for canceling out that myth today. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jonathan. I'll see you in Atlanta. I will see you in Atlanta. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Everybody, uh, if you're just tuning in to the podcast, this is your first time listening, I want you to do two things. First thing I want you to do is I want you to go follow Katie. Her information is going to be down at the bottom in the show notes. So find her on Instagram, send her a message, let her know that you found her by way of the podcast. And then also what I want you to do I want to see you in Atlanta. Okay. I want to see you in Atlanta, July 15th and July 15th and 16th. Uh, it's the Athletes Unite Conference and it's going down. We have, we have a topic for you. Somebody has a job for you. Okay. It's going to be food, going to be fun, going to have a DJ. So be sure to uh, either go to Shakeout LLC or uh, you can click the link down at the bottom and we have a promo code for you to get your free ticket. Uh, until next time, uh, that's Katie Spada. I'm Jonathan Jones. This is the Athletes Unite Conference podcast, and we will see you in Atlanta.